I love vodka. Hey, oh, you, you're a Kharkov gin guy. We all know that. I'm not a, I'm a Kharkov guy. When was the last time you had Kharkov gin? That, that day. <laughs> oh, was that the first and last time? Yeah. Cause I used to drink Kharkov vodka a lot. Then I had gin that one time. Yeah. That, did you actually buy it or did you like, Hey, let's try this out. I don't think I bought it. I think it was just there. I was like, I'm <laughs> that's, I feel like that's why a lot of people drink Kharkov. They don't really want it. It's just there. Hey Matt. Yes. Have you ever seen the movie Ernest goes to camp? Boy, have I really, you've seen it. Yes, I do. Do you want to, do you want to hear some stuff about it? I actually I have to, I would love to talk about that. Nice. Hello. I'm Hat Mogate. And who am I speaking with? I'm Nuck Dieselin. Ooh, nice to meet you, Nuck, even though we've met before. Pat, Pat, I know you. You know me. <laughs> we know Nuck. each other. So we are talking about Ernest Goes to Camp, and it's starring Jim Varney. Yes. And it's directed by John R. Cherry Third. Can you believe that? Because he also wrote it as well with Coke Sam. Do you want me to keep giving you more details? No. Yeah. Tell me, Pat, tell me the day it was released. I would say May 22nd, 1987. I'd say the runtime is about one hour and 32 minutes or 92 minutes. If you like, you know, doing math, I'd say, what was the budget? Huh? What was the budget? Three mil. And how much do you think it grossed? No, I, you know, I would honestly, if, if I would say, I would say like 500,000 watching this movie, I would say it grossed about 500,000. This is a theatrical release. No, this didn't just come out and it wasn't straight to video. Listen, I'm telling you, like, I'm not trying to diss the movie, but I, uh, as I watch it, I'm like, yeah, probably 500,000 at the day, you know, in the eighties, that's probably a million. Okay, well, I'm going to let the audience know that you're off about by 23 million because it grossed $23.5 million. Oh my God. Way to insult that film. You, this is shot widescreen. I think this is one of the only ones that was shot widescreen, which I, when I was watching this, was very surprised about because I remember just a bunch of them being standard because I'm watching it on a widescreen. I did not know that. Was it anamorphic widescreen? Oh, you got me there. I didn't look that up. Ah, I, didn't, I actually don't know either. <laughs> I feel like Slam Dunk Ernest is going to be like in the 4-3 ratio. Kind of like Scrubs from like season one through seven. Just watched all those. And yeah, it changes from a uh, standard just to widescreen. This is uh, blowing my mind. I don't notice these details. I, you know, I always thought it was detail oriented. Turns out I'm not. Oh, no, no. Nice. But yes, I'd like to give you guys a nice little rundown in the summary of the film. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest, a lovable loser who worked at, as a summer camp handyman and dreams of becoming a guidance counselor, must find a way to inspire a group of juvenile delinquents as well as stop a shady strip mining company from closing the camp. Did you miss okay. anything? Do you want me to reread that? Okay. What is a strip mining company? Nice. And now I feel like since I just took that off the DVD, uh, I'd say that they just strip mine, you know, you know. Strip mine. I'm gonna look that up because uh, I'm just I'm like I never heard of the well. It's um, not sexual. Surface mining. Yeah. Well, do you know that they're trying to get a uh, the mineral that they're trying to get? It's uh, petrite. I watched this. Wait, I actually didn't catch that in the movie. No, they're trying to get petrocyte or whatever, um, okay. and they're trying to use it to feel like NASA spaceships. Like it's a very good mineral uh, oh. that mining company. But guess what? It's fictional. They made it up for this movie. Fake. That either. 
But yeah. So before we start breaking down this movie, what did you rate it before you watched it? Yeah. So I rated it from my memory. I was the last time I watched this probably was like, I want to say two or three years ago. And I, I believe that was my first time watching it. I, I rated it of five. Wait, let me, let me actually check here. Um, nice. Well, you're checking. I'll let them know. I rated mine at a 6.5 before I watched Ooh, it. You bumped it. I, I actually rated it at a five. I just want to make sure it was a 5.5. 5. Hang on, hang on. You rated it at a five before what? Before you watched it, you rated it at a five. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not, I'm not trying to diss this movie. I just remember, <laughs> I was like, this was not one of the memorable Ernest movies. And why was that? I, his I don't... first full length movie and you just gave it a five. You, you think his first full length movie deserved a five and, and it goes on to making nine other movies after making a five? Well, I, you know, I'm not, all, I'm not trying to push this. I don't know how I made that much money. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you're pushing it pretty hard. And well, I'm going to get some actually, pushback. This, may, this actually might make sense though, because this is the first movie after his show, right? Uh, yeah. Hey Vern, I, I forget that I got notes on that somewhere else. And yeah, it was Hey Vern before it was commercials, then Hey Vern, then what was the gloom movie that his first full uh, first appearance was in? Dr. Otto and the riddle of gloom being boom. Got it. Came out in 1986. I knew that I was testing you. All right. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't think about that. You know, it's probably like people really, the people that really liked the show were probably like, got to see this movie no matter what. Yeah. So, so you're saying this isn't a childhood film. You're saying the first time you really watched was three years ago. Yeah. So that's, you know, coming from, as more as much of a mature adult knuck that there could be, I gave it a five. Nice. Now, would you say it changed in the last three years from when you first watched it to now? Um, you know, honestly, it was about the same after as it was before. <laughs> yeah, I would say I watched this uh, childhood childhood film, like going back to like first, second grade. It's like that young. I don't I don't have a narrow age, and I loved it. I loved all the Ernest movies. I'd say honestly, this was. About the fourth one I watched probably in like category, like I watched jail first and all that. And we'll get into those later, but yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I always thought it was great. I loved them. But when I watched this, that 92 minutes lasted forever. It felt like, I don't know why it dragged on. We'll break it down a little bit more and figure out why, but Oh man, it was a, it was a slow burn. Yeah. I, I have to agree. When, when you texted me, it felt long. I was like, you know what? For some reason, for, to me, it didn't feel long, but it felt long. I don't know if that's how I describe it. It was like maybe there wasn't there wasn't proper information <laughs> to make it a solid plot. I don't know. Yeah, no. I, would you say that even though you started that movie 30 minutes before me, you said you had to finish it. I, I got this in my notes. You finished it 25 minutes later. How does that work? Is that how oh. long the movie felt to you and it, it stretched that long? Let me give you the details on this. My laptop battery died about an hour in. So I had to preserve those memories till the next morning. And I finished, I polished the movie off. Wow. Okay. So I gave it a two day watch. Nice. What was uh, some of the early notes? What do you got? What's your first one of your notes? Yeah. Let me, let me jump into my notes and give you the, okay. Did you see the bathroom that Ernest was cleaning in the beginning of the movie? It looked like a subway in New York, like, like graffiti, just the worst 
just imagine the worst structure ever. That's that's what that bathroom was. I don't know if you caught that. It was. Uh, yeah, well, it's because all the toilets. Now I'm thinking back to this. I didn't take notes. Weren't they all just in the open, like open stall? Like they were they were sit down toilets no, and they were blocked that. off. Yeah, they were they were just sit down toilets. No stalls for walls. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that? Yeah, that's funny that I did not write that in my notes. <laughs> but yeah, I do remember that because he was. Um, yeah, unclogging that toilet, which is funny, but he was doing his laugh. Like, <laughs> or, oh, wait, wait. No, when he looked in the toilet. Ooh. Ooh. Classic Ernie. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, the first thing I wrote down was, uh, oh, here's a little trivia. So in the opening scene, when it shows the Native American uh, doing his courage test, uh-huh. what three objects was thrown at him, Nick? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's nice. Do you want to go from memory or should I read you a list of five and then you choose three out of that five? Give me with that. So they're all different? Yes. Okay. That's why I'm doing this trivia. This is going to be, you can tell I'm prepared. So I'm saying five of them, only three are true. Okay. A knife. That was true. A spear. Hang on. No, I'm reading them and then you don't answer them. A knife. <laughs> a spear. A hatchet, a blow dart, and an arrow shot from a bow. Okay, I'm saying knife, hatchet, arrow. Boom, you got it. For somebody who's unprepared, you nailed it. And in that order, too. (laughs) Nice. Also, because I read them in that order, and I just did every other, because I also didn't write down fake ones. (laughs) Man, I was just going to say knife, so that's it. Three knives. So... If you own this on DVD, like I do, there is no subtitle options, which I don't like. Maybe that's why I didn't get a lot of the movie in there. That's strange, because, you know, if I want to learn Spanish, this would be one of the movies I'd use. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I like uh, that, you know, since he's trying to teach these, uh, they are known as the, the juveniles, but they're known as the, the second chance boys. That's what they're known as. My bad. I had to find that in my notes. It's funny. I just watched this movie. You think I know that off the top of my head. Is that the like rougher looking kids? Yeah, those are his kids that he, because, well, oh, hang on. We jumped around. So the second chance boys show up to the camp. They end up hurting one of the camp counselors by pushing him off. Oh, Nick, the scene where they're all trying to swim is insane, right? You brought this up before me. Yeah. Yeah. Before you, before you watched the movie, I was like, hey, Matt. Why did they make the black kid the one that couldn't swim? Yep, moves. I mean, and then you later said he's the only black kid in the movie, and I was like, "Yes, Moose." What from wow. what I saw with my two eyes, with my glasses on, twenty twenty, I only saw one black kid, and that was Moose. And yeah, they uh, definitely the just the nicest kid too. No, he was. I don't know how he became the second chance. I think they. I don't know if they told us why. I think they just shoehorned him in into that group. Man, I I felt like he should have been a camp leader because he was so nice. Yeah, I know he is more competent than Ernest throughout that movie. Yeah. But after they uh, pushed Moose in because he couldn't swim, all the other second chance uh, white kids decided to push over that uh, lifeguard tower. And oh. then that's where he gets hurt. And then Ernest, at the beginning of the movie, was talking to Nurse St. Clair, mm-hmm. St. Cloud, was talking to nursing cloud, which the first scene where he meets him, she meets her on the dock and he starts talking native speak. I took that as him making fun of her, like, because he's like the great moon rises and like, she's not saying anything or showing any indications of 
like that Ernest is talking. I'm like, Oh my God, this is PC. This is not PC in 2020. Yeah. And then now uh, you find out he's just learning how to speak Indian because or oh, native and I'm not woke. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so that's when uh, she tells him that is he updated on his shots and Nick, would you like to take over on how that shot went? Him getting those shots. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I actually missed, I was wondering like, what is the shot for? Let me tell you how I absorb information in movies, man. I get to the shot scene and I'm like, why is Ernest getting a shot? Um, he did not like it. And then he starts saying terrible things about himself. Uh, no, well, he lead, leading up to the scene, he was all brave talking about gritting his teeth, nails on his hands and everything. And then, uh, the second he sees that needle, he's like, Oh, don't you have a smaller needle? And then she just jabs him with it. And he says the classic line, I stole the Lindbergh baby and I'm Joseph Mengele. And that was, uh, I'd say that's the best scene. I, I got that in my notes. I got it as four and four a, because I was like, Whoa, it was just rapid fire of like, what is going on? Wait, so back up. What was the shot for again? I think just had an update on the shots. It was just, it, it had no uh, subtle and transformation in between. Weird. That, that was like misleading to me. It, no, it's kind of like, well, like, you know, when you go to school, you got to get vaccinated and stuff like that. Like you got to get you your right to the school for your vaccinations. <laughs> you got to get your tech. I know it's weird that he's saying he's Joseph Mangala in a camp. Uh -oh. That was a strange thing too. I was like, Whoa, I, I actually thought maybe this movie should be a PG 13 after I caught I caught that one. That was early in the movie too, when this happened. Yeah. Well, the movie is a PG movie and that's just one after G and a PG is, uh, some material may not have suitable for children. And now would you blame it on that part or? Yeah, I would say that. And there's like a little bit of, well, the, some of the violence when the, he's fighting the, uh, big dudes. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, a definitely uh, great fighting scene. Uh, he just totally loses, but we'll get to that soon. Um, one more thing on um, the the little tower that they dumped the guy into the lake, like the kids. Did you notice when they're like nudging each other? They're like, look at this thing's almost falling off the dock. And then they go to tip it. And that, that part falling off the dock didn't matter anyways, because they tipped the whole thing over instead of just nudging it into the lake. Nice. No, I did not notice that. But hey, <laughs> fell in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's the worst thing. Oh, no. God, man. Uh, there's so much about this movie that we got to just floor through. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I love when uh, the kids, you know, we, we both watch the movie. Only know I only know Moose and Einstein and Einstein's the fat one. Hey, Nick, you want to hear a trivia? Yeah. Let me hear some what trivia. was the numbers on Einstein's jersey? The fat one. Four. <laughs> Oh, no. Do you want me to... Oh, fucking hang on. Let me make you a list. Right. 13, 88, 69, or 99? 88. <laughs> 99. Ah. You got it wrong. It's like you didn't even watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I love... Uh, when I wrote down the first scene when he picks up those kids, that three out of six of those kids were wearing sunglasses. And we know sunglasses are cool and bad. But yet, well, he was picking them up and they're driving back to camp. I love the little uh, guess who it is game. Do mm -hmm. you remember that? I don't remember that. Hmm. Nick, did we watch the same movie? I'm confused here. You watched Ernest Goes to Camp, correct? Yes. I'm Are telling you, you I, tell me about this scene, man. <laughs> okay, well, Nick, it was not a big scene. I, I'd say it was just early on. I mean, I get why 
in my later records, I don't have enough information on this because I also started losing interest, but they, okay. uh, the kids, one of them covers his eyes while he's driving and says, guess who it is. And he guesses everybody except that kid until he gets oh. to the camp. Okay, wait a minute. I'm remembering this scene. Ernest is trying to drive while the kids are putting their hands on his eyes. Yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, Matt, speaking about the bus, did you notice anything about it in particular? No, is this like a trivia? No, I This I, is was... my little trivia. I I came up with this. Okay, I dig it. I don't know. Uh, is it the numbering on the bus? No, no. This bus has the same color as Ernest's hat. They didn't really. Yeah, same. I, but I, not exactly one to one, but it's a gray color. Like usually buses are yellow. These camp buses happen to be an earnest gray. And I was like, huh, that must have been one of the millions to make this movie. That's crazy. You know, it's funny. I do believe that you came up with that trivia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man this is not even a review I feel like you don't believe hang on it. so here's no let's just go let's just jump around no more no more trying to see i was laughing because i was like i i'm not sure if you do believe me <laughs> no i do believe that you made that trivia <laughs> thank you <laughs> it's not a compliment i, I so, know i want to take credit for that bad trivia though yeah so my thing is which you probably don't remember is the song oh my god my favorite scene of the movie, and I'm already forgetting it. Oh, favorite scenes. Are we going there? Are you going favorite scene? I'm jumping. We're going into this. We're, we're staying way too long in that beginning of the movie. Yeah. I, I feel like the only reason we're doing that is because that's when we were note heavy. And then I find out I have two notes on the end. I don't even have them on the end. There's just a, there's a lot of, a lot of like, I feel like maybe it was just detail heavy in the beginning of the movie though. No, I think we were just like, you know, ready and going, ready but now it's, yeah. that could be. Uh, it's again, this hour and 32 minute movie. It felt a little bit longer than that. Mm -hmm. My favorite part, I'd say, of the favorite scene would be, uh, gee, I'm glad it's raining. It's after he gets fired from being a camp counselor. Really? Oh, my God. It was a three minute song. It's a great song. It's written by <laughs> Alice and Shane Heister, Callister. I'm reading that name wrong. Okay. This is funny because I don't, I don't really remember Ernest singing, but in my, my last note, Ernest sings well with the open mouth emoji. Yeah, so that, that was that note. <laughs> so I'll look up the lyrics while you tell some more scene. What was your favorite scene? All right. So I really liked seeing the, the chef cooking machine thing just because like, I, I feel like, um, I mean, I don't want to foreshadow to any, like too many people who are, if they haven't seen the Ernest movies, but some of the contraptions are a big deal in other Ernest movies. And this is just like, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily stand out like throughout the whole movie, but that when you see that contraption, it's like, wow, that somebody made that. And it must've taken like a lot of work to make that. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's this zany chefs that, uh, is, uh, honestly, they call him a, a John candy type. Yep. That's <laughs> accurate. Yep. And yeah, what are they trying to make like a bolognese, right? I, I forget what their whole goal is in making. Yeah, they, they just I think they wanted to make food faster. And uh, they just ended up like, so it's funny because when I saw this, I'm like, so they just made a gun. And I know that was the, like what they were trying to say when they made it. But uh, I was just like, well, this is, this is crazy. And then 
later in the movie when that came back and they used it, I was like, oh, so maybe that bumped me up to a 5.5 if I had to rewrite the movie. Well, now I'm re-talking about it. It's just that I find it so hard to pull up memorable scenes because I think there, I, I read an article from 1987, 19, it came out May 27th, 1987 on the shot Chicago Tribune. Really? And that they're saying you can't have, so 92 minutes, you can't have 30 sec, like 180, 30 second jokes and stuff like that, because that's what it feels like. I feel like it's just long, choppy running gaze. I feel like they're not, they're not as memorable as some of the other Ernest movies where the 30 second joke is like very specific. Like that machine was very uh, cool to see. And I feel like in other Ernest movies, there's, there's a lot more of like detail, like heavy scenes that you can grasp onto the comedy. Yeah. Maybe reflect that gives you more like. No, exactly. But yeah, I, again, it's just like, it was just a bunch of scenes of the kids pranking him while he was trying to be nice. And I'm like, man, these guys are so hard. Even the camp counselors, when he first meets them, he leans, they're in the bus. He's on the outside of the bus and they slam his fingers in the window. I have that down as one of my notes. I'm like, dang, he was like so happy to see those kids and be like, Hey guys. And then bam, smashes his hands. I was like, wow, that, that was just inappropriate kids. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And then it's like, I get like, he's, when he becomes a camp counselor, he's training those kids, they make a teepee, the other kids burn it down. And then did hijinks pursue? How did they get back at the other kids? I forget. Oh boy. I feel like they did do something. They started, didn't they prank the other kids? I don't know. I'm, I'm, and now I'm just thinking like parent trap, they put a bunch of dental floss everywhere or like yeah. send them out on a, was that the montage? Yeah, there was a montage. I feel there's two, there's like two or three montages in this movie. There's a way. lot of montages. I wrote down a classic, I'm looking at it right now, funny, classic 80s montage. Yeah, and people listening are probably like, how come these guys can't remember the details of these things? But there were so many montages that it's hard to really remember a lot of that. So what, what happens first? I'm forgetting here now. So do they launch turtles at the miners first and then Ernest gets beat up? Or does Ernest get beat up? And then he, they launched the turtles. If I had a, if I had to do critical thinking here, I'd say the first order launching the turtles then get beat up. That makes sense. Maybe provoked him, but yeah, I remember that's another famous quote. If you look up anything on this movie, that quote, but a fact that while they're launching turtles, they're singing. Well, it happens a different scene when Ernest gets that turtle stuck on his face. Then they sing happy together uh, while they launch the turtles, and it's funny because happy together is written by the turtles in 1967. <laughs> Boom. That's Look pretty that. cool. See, I think there's like, I feel like these Ernest movies have details like that, that are like insane that nobody even knows about, you know? And, and it's like, that that's a cool detail. And they're not telling you, but we find out. Yeah. No, I just, uh, he's a very slapsticky guy. Just reminds me of Bugs Bunny. He's just a giant cartoon character. Yeah. <laughs> He is a Bugs Bunny. I was thinking too, like when, when uh, Ernest was like, I'll never be a camp counselor. That would, that like hit me in the heart. You know, you know uh, sad Ernest was, that made me feel. <laughs> did you, oh, hey, did you know grandfather Native American uh-huh. is Iron Eyes Cody? And he's a famous actor in over 200 films with roles of John, uh, John Wayne. Whoa. But did you know? He's the crying Indian in the Keep America Beautiful campaign. Remember when like you see a bunch yeah. of litter and then his tear falls? That guy? He's that guy. So wow. It's like two lines in a whole goddamn movie. See, I, I thought it was interesting too. I feel I felt like 
from my opinion, I didn't think that they needed the Native American piece of this movie. It like I feel like they used it, but they used it to be uh important, but they didn't have it occur enough to make it like feel as as good. Yeah, there was only two natives in it. And, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's like I get the thing where they're like they're trying to fight for their land and that camp and stuff, even though they offered them up to it was first $5 million for the first year because they're offering them 5%. Then they upped it to 10%. And so that'd be $10 million just for that first year of any of the material that they grabbed from it. But they stood, they stood true. Man. It's fun. I, it, yes. So I, I thought they should have made this movie and had, I, not that I'm against like any Native American stuff, but I felt like it should have just been a big company trying to take over this camp. And I don't know. Maybe they could have had some some guy like almost the same plot, but without it. Just because, like, I felt like it didn't really make sense to to mix it in. Nice. Oh my God, Nick! I think I figured it out. So they build that giant machine. They shoot all. <laughs> they shoot all the bombs and chocolate milk at them and all the random stuff. Then I think they shoot the turtles at them, and that's what makes them leave. So I'm just so confused. That's what made them. They never come back. Like where's Ernest saves the camp part two or goes to camp part. Two? It is really confusing. Now I'm thinking about it too. But so what, what about the part where they start shooting at Ernest and he's. <laughs> yeah. So, talk about that. <laughs> so crater, the main bad guy, the main villain, uh, Shane. Oh, that is not him. I do believe his name is Sherman crater is the main villain, which we should have labeled early on, but we didn't yes. and we'll do better next time. But yeah, so he finally just all sick of this. So he grabs a gun, starts going up to him and shooting a rifle at him. Just he's ready to kill Ernest. Yeah, like point blank. That's a bad dude. dude. (laughs) But he did it how many times, Nick? Three. And why would it be three, Nick? Uh, Because they had to keep having Ernest laugh. Like, (laughs) no, no, (laughs) no. The opening scene with the other native. Right, right. Even though it was, he should have shot three different weapons. Exactly. That'd be great if they threw like again. Like I get that it's modernized, but yeah, they were. uh, They kept saying they went with that uh, intro. A knife. Oh yeah, yeah. The rock. That's what they called uh, yeah. Nero. But he was about to shoot for the fourth time, but then he just like was point blank with them. And then Ernest is just chuckling at that point, pulling What's open his vest, and he's just like, <laughs> I love they they spread out his laughs like so long. Where I'm like, man, that it almost looked like like exhausting to to try to keep doing the chuckle. <laughs> so do you want to want me to read you just a tidbit of a review from the Chicago Tribune that yeah, came out four days after the movie premiered? That's with a little bit of that review. I'm curious. <laughs> the final 10 movies of the film are devout to how Ernest and his band of delinquents drive Crater's miners away, using everything from burning arrows and smoke bombs to Coleman lanterns, which I think those are the kind of like piercing ones, or maybe they might be propane. Uh, most of the problem with this movie is that Ernest is too much of a cartoon to carry such exposure, particularly since his hogs most of, he hogs most of the scenes. I feel like it, oh, he's the title of the movie. That is Ernest. <laughs> Only the zany chef Gallerard Sartine, a John Candy type, given a bizarre recipe for the graham cracker bolognese and the accomplice Daniel Butler com- compete for the screen as their fugitives from yet more cherry directed commercials. Oh, yeah, I mean, those it's the kitchen people. Yeah. Yeah. The other characters, even the children, behave like cardboard props. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I only cut that part out. Man, I feel like I'm, we're definitely not trying to sell this movie, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like that review is, is okay, but they didn't really talk about the movie. Like, yeah. So you said you gave it a five before watching. Yeah. And, and what are you I going with now? because it wasn't, I didn't remember a lot. And usually if I don't remember a lot, there, a lot of times I'm like, it probably wasn't super good because it wasn't memorable. And uh, when I rewatched it, I was like, yeah, that wasn't, wasn't too good. I felt like the plot, I felt like the plot was lacking. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny. So before, and I said, I gave it a 6.5 IMDB gives it a 5.5 and I said new, new rate is a six. So drop point five, but just trying to figure out and what to talk about this, I have to drop it down to a five because I'm telling you, I just watched this movie and I cannot pull up memorable scenes and I have notes and they're not even worth reading. <laughs> the more I'm talking about this, the more it goes down. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's like, I feel like actually Ernest did a great job with his role. Like he, he was the only parts if it wasn't him, this movie would be a lot lower, like a three. I wouldn't have watched this movie if, if Ernest wasn't in it. Now, um, yeah, so when I was reading it, it's a PG movie, back to that, that uh, I like that the rating got PG because um, that one person said there was sex and nudity in it, one of the MPAA people oh, really? rating. And well, it's not, it's just under the sex and nudity uh, <laughs> option. And it's Ernest has a thing with the cat nurse but it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Thank cloud. I, I honestly, I don't think he did have anything with it. Like, nope. like she gave him a shot and then he, she fired him and he sang a great song. I think he was trying to be a camp counselor and you know, you gotta be friends with the people that work there. Yeah. Um, so two out of five people found it, uh, violence and gore to be mild because Ernest is savagely beaten up by a guy much bigger than him. And then slapstick violence. Anything Ernest does turns up disastrous. Almost everything he does is played for laughs, which I, I don't think any of these people know what slapstick is. No, I don't think people know what Ernest is. <laughs> now, here's I, I was actually keeping an eye out for profanity. Supposedly, there's one use of the word hell and then one of, oh, my God. I didn't hear either one of them, but I bet maybe when he was like getting destroyed by that barbecue roaster, I kind of forget when that breaks down. Yeah. I could, I could also see that, uh, I could see the, the bad guy saying hell. I could see crater saying hell. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> so they, under uh, alcohol, drugs, and smoking, there was none, but frightening and intense scenes. I'm going to read one of them. A big, scary looking foreman forcefully ejects a family from the house. You remember that one? The dad's like, goes out there and is like, tells the wife to stay inside. And then the big yeah. foreman just throws them out and then they just bulldoze it instantly. Yeah. Yeah. Ruthless. So I pulled uh, one of the, uh, it was a two star rating up IMDB. There was actually no one stars at the time that I could find it, but this is what somebody wrote. It was mostly an obnoxious kids in here that ruined it for me. They weren't in the mid state boys detention camp for no reason. They were nasty. Oh, all that is but one. The black kid, of course. The white oh. kids are all bad. Can you say politically correctness? Political correctness? Can you save? Can you save reverse racism? Sorry to see the radical nonsense is in earnest, but there's more liberal baloney in here too. 
<laughs> this guy's upset that they, they made the white kids bad. That's, is that, is that what I'm reading here? That sounds like it. At first I was like, I was agreeing with them that like all the, I felt like it was a little weird, but I didn't, I didn't think that they're trying to be liberal with it. I just, yeah. I, I don't know what I was assuming they were doing, but I didn't think about that type of thing. Yeah, no, he's definitely playing. He's just, he's mad at the movie since they made the white kids, the bad guy, not the black guy. <laughs> I, I feel like I thought it was bad that they made the, the black kid, the, the wimpy guy, just cause like, I don't, they really outed him. It seemed like. I mean, yeah, cool. it's not like they didn't make him swim or anything. Right. Nope, just <laughs> learn how to swim kid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, would you say this, uh, because I mean, there is a bunch of native like Indians, uh, would you say it holds up like because of the way that they play the Indians or is it not too bad? Because I mean, they did, I don't know, like there wasn't too much minus that opening scene. Yeah. I didn't, it didn't seem, I, I feel like I would, that's a hard subject for me because to me, it didn't seem sensitive, but I, I, I feel like people would be like, ah, you know, mad at me for saying that, but, or I, I felt like it wasn't insensitive. Like it seemed to portray, I don't know, some of the native American hardships. Yeah. And I don't so know. yeah, I'd say that it's just that one for the fact that we actually have to say native American now. Now we have to, we agreed to our oh, yeah. ethically, uh, but it does do Indian. And when you look up, uh, iron old iron eyes, that's, I think I got his name wrong already. Uh, Keep America Beautiful yeah. uh, campaign uh, that they still say the, the crying Indian. But yeah, so Nick, you wouldn't believe so this movie came out in 1987. I'm going to read you some movies that came out in 1987. Now, how do you think this would hold up to all these other movies? All right, all right. <laughs> so first off, Predators with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That came out in 1987. I feel like the weapon with Mel Brooks and Danny Glover, which goes on to make a bunch. Same with the predators movies. Those are two big movies right off the bat. What do you think? Just those two. Uh, how much they both made? No, no, I'm not. No, oh, I didn't look that awesome. I'm just saying these are other movies that came out in 87. Those are good movies. Those are <laughs> solid movies. Robocop. Okay. But memorable. Important. We're still making remakes of that. Yeah. Evil dead Two. Wow, that's that's like Bruce the, Campbell. Yeah. And that's the better one. That's where it becomes more of a comedy. Yes, yeah. Here's a great one, a favorite one in my book, Prince's Diary. Prince's Oh, that's a great movie. With Andre too. the Giant and then the yeah. little Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean I'll throw this Hellraiser. I'm not a big I just watched Hellraiser for the first oh. time in like 2019. Yeah, that was an interesting movie. I, did, I actually, I, wait, I watched it for my first time in 2019 also. Yeah, look at that. Hey, we watched it together. No, we didn't. But um, The Lost Boys, never watched it. I've heard about it a million times. Heard about that, never watched it either. Uh, Raised in Arizona, big famous movie again, That's I feel like. Good movie, Nicolas Cage. Is it not? Oh, it is Nicolas Cage. Yeah, the Steel and Holly Hunter. <laughs> um, dude, Good Morning Vietnam. Oh man, dude, that's a, like a very important movie. I feel like now three men and a baby. Is that, who is that? that Pat Sajak? No, that's not Pat Pat Sajak. The wheel of fortune guy. Pat Sajak. Uh, who's the guy? uh, Who's Magnum PI? That's the guy with the mustache. Uh, Oh, Burt Reynolds. No, I don't think that's Burt Reynolds. Is he in three guys with baby? We'll look at that later. Dude. One of my favorites. 
Plane, Trains, and Automobiles with John Candy and Steve Martin. Yeah, that's a great movie. Um, and then I'll just wrap this up with uh, well, Full Metal Jacket, which is just a Stanley, Stanley Kubrick classic. 007, The Living Daylights. Uh, I, you watched the James Bond movies. I've never, I've watched like one or two of them. The Living Daylights? I don't even think. <laughs> I do. There's like 30 of them, aren't isn't there? There's a lot of them and they blend together. This just shows my ignorance. And I'm going to do, I'll just say La Bamba because why not? I heard people like that. Oh, the best picture that year was, uh, oh my God. Why is that not on number one? It's the Emperor's Son. That's what won best film in 87. Um, no, it was the last emperor. That's what won best picture. Okay. uh, So two of my favorites, Harry, Harry and the Hendersons with John Lithgow with the Sasquatch. Yeah. My dad, do you need a, do you want a little story about that one? Yes, I do. My dad was going to, uh, what, what was that movie store where you could get like niche movies, like Hollywood video? No, was it? I mean, the Hollywood video is off white bear. There was that one in the mall, like California films. Or California something. Sun? Yeah, yeah. Sun? No, no, yeah. It was something like that. And my dad would go there like almost every week asking him, do you got the Harry and the, Harry and the Hendersons? And the guy would always keep telling him like, come back, maybe we'll have it next time. And my dad did this for like, this was like months. This was in 2003, probably. He kept going and going. Eventually, <laughs> he ended up getting it, I believe. But did he it, buy it or did he just rent it? He bought. He bought Thank it. Goodness, I know he sells all the VHSs. Do you probably do you guys have all the VHSs still in the basement? Uh, we got the the old family ones, but yeah, yeah. Harry and the Henderson should probably be in that. But the, here's he actually you know, got a DVD at that point, which is oh yeah, 2003. I take that back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but here's the best movie that came out in 1987. Besides, Ernest goes to camp. Spaceballs, Mel Brooks, oh, man. Rick Moranis, John Candy. That's like crazy that, that Ernest was competing with all of these movies and got 23 million box office. Yeah, I know they came out. I'm looking here. I see Inner Space and that has Martin Short. I'll do a call out at that. I never watched it. I just know Martin Short's in it. And I love Martin Short. He's a good guy. But yeah. So I guess uh, well, I'd say that's it. We uh, didn't do the best job of explaining, I feel like, but that's just because the movie didn't do a good job to us. So the better the movie, the more information that will come from it. That's right. If you got a good movie, we might have uh, a lot more details. <laughs> this one. Nice. Yeah. So don't blame us for our. Hot or not on this one? Because I'm saying definitely not. I think it's a rare. <laughs> Hot or not? Uh, yeah. Hang on. When will you rewatch it anytime soon? When will be the next time you'll rewatch this? Um, probably the next time you make me watch it again. <laughs> I, <laughs> we, we will do a redux on this because I feel like we definitely will do a redo in the future. But this is yeah. years from now. It's 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 too bad you picked the the hard one. <laughs> for our first podcast <laughs> hey well no, i will say that, that uh this is part of the the humor of it yeah so i mean i when i watch this movie i will say i had four to eight mio vodka waters and oh. it uh that's probably why i didn't write towards the end four of to it. eight four to eight well i forget after four <laughs> wow yeah my favorite new joke is uh you know after two or three drinks i get a little gay and i'm on my fourth drink uh, <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> yeah but uh i, I wrote in my notes and I'd, I'd say i'd watch it in another 10 years and I, I bet i will like 10 years from now i'll definitely give it a rewatch. and you know it's it's a part of the earnest uh 
world. So you can't like, you can't leave it out. I love, I kind of like, I like watching all of them. You kind of run, you binge them, you know, you don't just go to one and leave it. Oh yeah. Well, there's nine of them. So the next one we will be watching is Ernest Saves Christmas. But you know what the next one we'll really be watching, Nick. Get it out of order. <laughs> oh yeah, we're we're gonna watch Doctor Otto. Yeah, this is our second episode. Did you know that, Nick? Oh, that's right. <laughs> episode two. You picked. So that. I feel like it's gonna be great. That episode one's gonna be probably better than episode two. Yeah, it might. That's yes. how these things go. I'll send you the first half of these audio files. You get a you get to edit however you like, and I'll send the second half on my end. That sounds great. My edit will be like, I'll chop it once. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to end this with a nice, uh, Ooh. Ooh. that's way better. Dang it. Hang on. I'm going to say, I'm going to end it with that. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to end it with that. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Well, uh, I think I'm just going to straight up end it. <laughs>